0: (sighs) shall we yes oh everybody's phones are silent
1: everybody's gotta check their phones make sure they're all they're all all ready yeah okay all right i think we're good ho 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 and stuff and stuff yep Two sticks and a stone, guys. We're back. This is going to be our last episode before Christmas. And uh, so, yeah, Merry Christmas to all you filthy animals out there. And I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn.
2: I'm Kirk Felberg. What's I'm, up? Dude, That made me think of uh, um, the nice guys. You said in stuff. when. <laughs> he like keeps telling his daughter to not saying stuff and they like show up at the party she's like a stowaway she's like oh my god where are we there's like whores and stuff and he's like mm-hmm. don't say yeah. that it's just, <laughs> just whores right. not and stuff i know that from the
1: trailer You've in that movie <laughs> no i got that from uh the the jim carrey grinch where he's like yeah ho 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 and stuff <laughs>
0: oh, oh yeah, yeah i love that movie so much
2: that's funny well i want to i kind of want to tell you about my jeep it's sort of festive because it involves snow yeah but no, uh we don't have any even though, yeah, we don't have any right now. But um, so yeah, my first car was a '94 Cherokee, and uh, it was decent at first when I bought it. Like for the most part, everything worked. Like it one was of the, a
0: good car for a 16 year old.
2: Yeah, well, I was 18. But a, okay, 18. Year um, old. Yeah, no, like it. Is that when
1: your book says you can drive? Kind <laughs> of,
2: <laughs> not really though. I could have got it at 16, but. I wasn't allowed to get my license until either I turned 18 or I got my Eagle Scout. So th- that was why I didn't have it. But um, <laughs>
3: <God>. anyway,
2: <laughs> so it, it, everything was fine at first. Like there was a couple things here and there, like the four wheel drive was broken. So it was only rear wheel drive. Um, the one of the back windows was fucked up. So it just kind of fall down. But I like bought like a little insert to just like slide in there. So it didn't have that issue. But okay. anyway it went downhill pretty quickly um so yep. like one time i was with one of my friends and we were like driving to denver and the power locks didn't work i had to lock it manually even though you know the buttons were there and everything so sure. like so i had to lock it manually and uh my friend she was driving at the time and she was like getting out of the car and she was like oh let me lock it and i was like don't hit the power locks they don't work but she'd already pressed the button and then my radio stopped working and it never worked from then on.
1: <laughs> I had a random... That sounds like a first car. I had
0: a random yeah. ass weird problem with my second car, that Buick. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Randomly, the locks would just like have a computer problem and it would say something on the screen, like the little fucking box thing. Um, But like you'd lock the car and it'd lock and then it would just immediately unlock itself.
3: That's like, so strange. you could
0: never... Like I had to go and like lock each door individually. That's super whack. Yeah, it was fucking (laughs) not cool.
2: (laughs) But uh, some electrical problems did not stop there. So the dome lights were the ones that you just like clicked in, you know, like normal. Um, But the thing was, is once you turned one on, it turned into a game trying to turn them all off because you would hit one on you be like, all right, I want that one off. You'd hit it off and another one would turn on. And then you'd hit that one and another one would <laughs> That's turn on. And you just had to like keep doing it until they were all off. It was fucking weird. But then, um, so I would, I would say like one of the reasons why I'm like a confident driver in the snow is because the amount of times I took that Jeep drifting and with it being only rear wheel drive, perfect, perfect. <laughs> and no weight in the back. Do you know how easily that thing would drift? It was oh, yeah. insane. So... Um, we would go drifting in this like abandoned parking lot, and uh there was this snowbank that I saw, and I had like tire marks over it. And I was like, turned to my friend who's in the car, and I was like, dude, you think we could make it over that snowbank? And he was like, I don't know, man. Like, that's pretty big. And I was like, Ah, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. And I have a video of this too, if you want to see it. It's on Facebook. I just have to <laughs> dig for it. But it's him. Filming from the passenger seat and me driving. Yeah. And it's me driving. And uh, the video starts. And the first thing that my friend says is he goes, fuck dude I think we're going way too fast and I'm like <laughs> no we're not I was doing like 45 probably and we fucking hit this snow drip and just launched like that's the highest I've ever jumped a car in my life it was insane how much dude we fucking hit it and you just see from the video and it's funny too because you could hear my friend like bracing for impact. he goes Ooh. Ooh. and then we hit and he goes oh. and we like jumped this thing and we like crashed down like snows everywhere and he was like holy fuck like he's like freaking out and i'm just like dying laughing i'm like "Ah, and he's like holy fuck like pull over you're like we almost died yeah and he's like pull the fuck over and uh so he finally like he gets out of the car he runs to the front and my bumper is just like hanging off like the front of it's pretty fucked and uh he was like oh shit kirk you ripped your bumper off and i'm just like Oh shit. And then the video ends (laughs) and then, dude, it's so fucking awesome. But then I hit it a second time. And, uh, the second time is when I really fucked shit up because I broke my power steering. So I didn't have any more power steering after the second jump. And then my back door, like I must've like fucking bent something or I don't know, but the back door stopped working like the latch. So you couldn't open the back of the jeep. (laughs) so I had no power steering. Uh, Though I couldn't use my back door, it was only rear wheel drive. Fucking the lights barely worked. I had no radio. There was no heat or air conditioning. Like, then it was truly just like a junk car. And then yeah, but it was great, honestly. I miss having like piece of shit cars because you're never like worried. You know <laughs> I what I was mean? Always worried. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was.
1: I was always worried because I didn't I had, like. Oh. I was constantly worried. My first- but I mean
2: that car was like fifteen hundred bucks, and like I got like a year or two out of it. And like, I just beat the fuck out of it. Like that car was so fun. That was the most fun car I've ever owned in my life. My I first say car that.
0: my dad gave to me and it had problems the entire time I had it. And the last straw was I was going down, um, out of Boulder off of foothills and trying to get onto highway 36. And it was actually like really backed up traffic that day. So we we're going really slow And my engine just kept trying to stall and I somehow had to like keep it alive, but there's nowhere to pull off right there on that little like curve onto 36. Right. (laughs) So I was just like fucking terrified that my car just was going to stop and just cause this huge fucking scene. And then like we finally I finally like got down out of it and I was going and going, it would just stall, but I could pull over I would have to like somehow figure it out and get it going. And I was just like called my dad. I'm like, we you gotta help me figure out the fucking car because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm uh, so fucking tired of doing this. There were the times uh, I would just stall at red lights. Uh, <laughs> I was just like blocked. the intersection. Was it like
1: an idling issue or like did, the, Dude, or did you guys even so get it so fixed? fixed? There
0: were so many different electronic problems that happened throughout the how, how I think I had that thing for fucking four years. About four years I had it, I never had it working properly. Ever. It would have shifting problems. Like it was an automatic and it would just like fuck Yeah, that it shit sounds up like a first car. Hyundai Sonata 2001. It was. <laughs> my dad's like, well, you know, the Raider is a really safe car. I'm like, then the current ones, 15 <laughs> years
3: later.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> 2001's not bad. I mean, it's shitty that I had all those problems, but that's.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you I look mean, at them, though, they're very different cars, like a current.
1: Yeah. Because my first car was a an, an 85.
0: Yeah. it's Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I was negative 10 at that point. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: that's. <laughs>
2: I so. mean, up until this current car that I have, every car was from the 90s. I never owned anything oh, really? newer than 2000 until this car. Yeah.
0: You know Mine was a 2001 and I had that Buick at it and that was a 2004.
1: My cars were always like six years behind, 10 years behind, like something like that until I bought the Jeep. What that was the first Jeep? car I ever bought that was like brand new and I, it only had like 13 miles on it when I bought it.
2: What year is it again? The one I have now? It's
1: 2016.
2: that's what i thought yeah 16 okay
1: so that was the that was the first car i ever bought brand new every car i had before that was like six years old 10 years old eight years old like Mm -hmm. and it was always like on a used lot or wherever like it was never i never bought like a brand new vehicle before and had like like i had payments but it was always on used cars
0: yeah Yeah. the subaru is my third car and i was looking to get like a 2016 or something like that um and they were cheaper but the payments were going to end up being like just the same as like a brand new car so I was like, well, why don't I just get a new nicer car that. Right. Yeah. Down zero. So that's why I did that.
1: Yeah. And that was the only difference with mine is the way with the, with the way that I bought it is I have no payments.
0: Yeah. I bought it yeah.
1: straight well, out. Which so is that nice. Was, yeah, that's why I'll never replace it. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't I miss do. paying 300 bucks a month or 400 bucks a month or whatever. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I can spend I'd that agree. money on other stupid shit. Like I don't need <laughs> yeah. to spend it on a car. Yeah.
2: But... Nah.
1: Oh my goodness. What's up? What's new? Anything new? By the way, it's bothering the fuck out of me that your nothing more shirt looks so much like they're trying to be Metallica. It's almost driving me crazy. I'm sorry. Like the (laughs) the the big N and then the G. I'm like, that's what Metallica
0: does. What are they doing? It was the best shirt they had that day, and I have like that was the best one. Yeah, that that, usually they have better shirts, and I wasn't that impressed, but the. that day was the best one. They were also like not the headliners at that show, right? And so I was like,
1: yeah, same I, thing with like the fist and like that, like that's yeah. such a power metal. I like think it's kind of like the point Metallica though. thing. As I, I was is like,
0: try, like, it, like you said, they're trying to. I think it's like the point,
1: but that must be yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's. I just I don't picture them that way. So when I, I keep looking at no, that I shirt, know, yeah It took me a few minutes, and then when you were talking about your car, I was like, that says nothing more on it. That doesn't make any sense. Like now, once I got it, I was like, what. What? What's- <laughs> I'm, have you never seen this shirt? I don't, I want to say that I have not. Oh, really? I, I mean, I have like six
0: or seven shirts, but yeah, theirs, but yeah, I wear it a lot. I, usually, it's underneath my Domino shirt. But anyway, um, I saw the new Spider Man. Did you see it today? I saw shit? it this morning, dude.
2: Oh shit! I have not seen it. Fuck!
1: I had a smile on my face from beginning to end. Oh yes, it is. I smiled. I cried like four times. Yeah, like I got all fucking teary eyed. It was there's a so there's a good. one second shot. If you blink, you'll miss it
0: with Willem Dafoe. And it, I've been saying it for years and I was like the best never cast Joker ever was in that one. Do you know what second I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I loved it that they gave me the green goblin that I always wanted because I loved him as a green goblin, but I hated the helmet. See, so the I fact liked that the helmet, they, I thought the helmet was fine. I fucking hated I the, helmet the helmet because the helmet was nothing ever that he did. It was always just his face and he had makeup. Like it was, it's all it was in the yeah. comics. So the fact that in this movie they just let him use his face, I was like, oh, like it was, was great. Yeah, I was oh, screaming yeah. I was all over myself that, just yeah. because of that. And they brought back his original costume, which is what he was supposed to have in the first place, yeah, the purple. where it wasn't the mechanical one, but he had the purple sash, like
3: all yeah. of that well, was. Well they original. did a mixture
1: because
0: they had it underneath still yeah. to bring the green into it. But then they did all the yeah. It, yeah, he was fantastic. Everybody, everybody in this movie was great. Yeah. Kirk. I want to talk with you about it so bad. It's so good. <laughs> okay. Well, I
2: have two things. One, without any spoilers, was my theory that I gave you correct? What was your theory? About how this would set up something for two different Spider-Mans in two different universes. One for like MCU, one for Sony. Not.
1: No, because exactly the MCU no. doesn't technically own the rights to Spider-Man anymore.
2: Okay. I was just curious. Well, because... We were, like, having a conversation about it, but that's beside the point. The other thing I had was, um, did either of you guys watch Hot Ones ever?
0: Yeah. I yeah, know about it, but I don't other. really watch it. Um, yeah.
2: Tom Holland just went on. I'm sure he did. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a pretty damn good episode. Tom Holland's a fucking G when it comes to that shit. He was, like dying like fucking dying (laughs) but he just kept going in it was fucking hilarious even the host like sean evans was like dude you don't have to do more he's like i need to and like (laughs) dude, it was fucking awesome highly recommend but (laughs) obviously he was saying he was like this is i mean the best spider man ever which you know you can take stuff like that with a grain of salt but like now i believe him (laughs) now you you say i
3: I,
1: i agree that he's still my favorite spider man ever um but i still had some awesome nostalgia watching that movie where i was just like oh
0: the way they used oh, the villains too
1: everybody like got the right amount of time based on what the character was yes they did piss me off slightly for like 15 minutes when i was like the fuck are you are being good is this oh, what you is, is gonna this stay. what you're going to do to me like I, and i was like in my chair like i am going to hate and then and then when it stopped doing that and it flipped i was like Thank you. Okay, I knew it Thank wasn't going to stay there, like, dude, this no. was, Yeah, this was fine, but like, yeah, because they, yeah, and and I, I was just, I was, I was like, please do the Mysterio thing, please do the Mysterio thing, please do the Mysterio thing, and then I got what I wanted, and I was like, okay, the Mysterio okay. thing, yeah, making you think that he was just this not really a villain until you find out oh, that he's like, I was like, please, I was like, please, I was like, please turn this on me, and yeah, yeah then
0: it did, but so. yeah, it's a uh, Kirk, it's probably one of the best superhero movies I've seen in a long time it's
1: the best Marvel movie that's ever been made
0: That's I, mean, I don't like know I, if
1: i put it quite there but it's no, really high it's, up there it's, it's the best Marvel movie I mean, that that's I've ever
2: seen what Tom Holland said again he obviously talks He's a biased. lot everybody and every yeah, that's what I'm saying you have to take it with a grain of salt but like after from what I've heard from whatever source and then including you guys I now kind of believe that it's, it's if fucking it's not amazing number
0: one it's like in
1: the top three for me for sure like, but yeah, it, and that doesn't mean that you can also include like Infinity War and Endgame because, like, yes, those are Marvel movies, but I mean, like, on their own, like standalone oh, well, if you're Marvel in that movies. that sense, then okay, then, I then this is the best yeah. Marvel movie that's ever been made. Like, they yeah. already had my money with the Mysterio one because that was just so fucking good, and then this one, like, like a hundred times over. They do so many great it.
0: things just for fans. Period. Like, they yeah, it's. Yeah. And it made sense
1: it. because I was I mean I already knew that they had confirmed some things and didn't confirm other things but it made sense too because with the Hawkeye show what what they were doing with Hawkeye I was like well fuck how are they going to bring this guy in and then I watched the movie and I was like there we go there he is like like then see, it, I saw it, all, it all came together I saw the opposite
0: yeah so it was like oh okay they coincided okay right so um, then yeah uh um, Kirk you now need to watch um what if? Mm, okay. Like uh you watch the very last post-credit scene. Oh, well, right? yeah, of course. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which, a, it
1: wasn't a fucking a scene. That was a full-on trailer. Yeah, there's a like trailer. Like a full
2: fucking trailer. For Doctor Strange
1: and the Multiverse of Madness is
2: the second. Okay. I still need to watch the first one.
1: It connects everything together with that trailer. It even connects like what's going on, like what vision is going into. Like it connected this movie. Did so this this movie tickled my fucking comic book taint in like nine different ways. <laughs> if I if my kids weren't there, I I wouldn't have came as many times. Like, it was <laughs> It crazy. was so crazy. fucking good. I came
0: so out, good. out of the theater and she's like, if you wanted to see that one again. And I was like, I mean, just let me know. Like, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs>
1: that's what I was with my kids. I was like, do you guys want to go see that again? Because like, it was funny because we were walking out and as we were walking out, another one was starting it again. And I was like, you guys want to just... Like, just we'll just was, slip in and just go watch yeah. it again. And they're like, we're kind of hungry, dad. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I haven't fed you yet.
2: It's like, like theater hopping, but without hopping theaters.
1: I want to see it again,
0: but I know it's not going to be as fantastic as that first time though, when like, you don't know it when everything's happening and like where it's going exactly and whatnot. Now, when you have like the whole plot in your head, I just, I'm going to miss that moment of just like walking into that movie theater and just like. Being on the journey for the first time. I know
2: you guys aren't as big of a fan of it, but that's how I feel about like the Avatar movie. The first time it was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then every time after that, it's like, this (laughs) This is not. It
0: will never be that.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying that like, that's how I felt. Like, I remember, and I'm sure you guys had friends probably too, but I remember people being like, yeah, this is my third time seeing it in the theater. And I'm like, what the fuck? That movie was good, but I'm not going to see it three times. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't like it the first time I saw it.
2: But yeah, I know you're not a fan, but yeah. It is uh, yeah, I was really entranced by the experience. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's, yeah. yeah,
1: it's fern Gully
2: That's all it
0: it's is. All this, yeah. <laughs> Especially once you watch it on Blu-ray and stuff too. It's like not nearly as interesting at all to visually. Like a yeah. big thing was watching it in theaters. It was yeah. really like an experience at that time. And then it got all the 3D took over and it wasn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. Kind of lost its magic. But yeah, uh no, this movie will not do that. This movie will always be one of the best superhero movies ever made, period.
2: I'm stoked to watch it, but I can't watch it with Jade because he hasn't seen any of them. Do you any of the Holland ones, or yeah, any of the Holland ones? Doesn't or, matter. I mean, hasn't really seen any of the, uh, really any of the Marvel. Movies. Do you know at least who's going to be in it?
1: Me? Yeah. For for what the Spider-Man movie? What like do you
0: the mean, the villains and whatnot?
2: Like oh. uh, like heroes, villains, like. I mean, like not off the top of my head.
1: Okay. Because I don't want to spoil anything.
2: Yeah. If you well, don't know. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. just watch because I
1: want to gush like a girl about my childhood, and I can't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. We can talk later. <laughs> yeah, you guys can read out. Maybe I'll watch. I mean, if we're not doing a podcast you, next week. I have a couple weeks to. Yeah, you should definitely figure it see it out.
1: before we do it again in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's really, okay.
0: really fucking good.
1: I'm I stoked. gave Dave shit. I was like, "So did you go with Liam?" And he was like, "No, it I was, was too early." Sleeping, and yeah. I was like, "You should have gone." And he was like, why? I'm like, because I'm seeing it tomorrow morning, like first thing tomorrow morning. And I was like, which means like, you need to see it because like, I'm coming back to work on Wednesday and I'm going to want to talk about it. And he was like, I might be able to go. I was like, you just go see it on Tuesday. You have Monday and Tuesday. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have time. And I was like, make time. You have. just give yourself a few hours to just go see the movie and enjoy it and then be able to come to work and talk about it. And he's like yeah i'll probably go see it like, go see the movie like <laughs> he won't. be a big boy you won't see it and and go go see it and i said or oh, i'm not going to feel bad about spoiling everything in front of you and he was like that's not fair and i was like <laughs> no it's fair like you're gonna I'm gonna wait your heads up if you're yeah. gonna wait for too long that movie also
0: made like, 260 million dollars it's the third biggest opening ever in the middle of covid
2: that's pretty nuts actually and my AMC stock's going up. What the hell? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. like it, yeah. It was, it was insane.
1: It was looking like it might even uh it 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 was almost looking like it would beat Endgame at first. Like when the when they when they brought up the Friday numbers, I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like
0: this is crazy. I'm uh really interested to see where they go with it too.
1: Well, yeah, because everything from here is gonna be Sony. So that's what's going to be. Is that confirmed? To see?
0: Because it's like mixed signals from Sony.
1: Yeah. So Sony confirmed that they now that's why the credits have MCU and Sony both in there. Of course. Obviously. Which they had to do anyways because of who they brought into it. But then also and the actors that they brought into it. But Sony confirmed that Tom Holland signed on for three Sony Spider-Man films, but he's not he's no longer going to be in the MCU, which is why um with the way that the movie ended with what happened yeah, to everyone, everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's why they had to do it that way because there's no way at least for now unless contracts happen later that they're ever going to bring Tom Holland back into the MCU as Spider-Man so they had to cut ties with all the characters like that and so they can move, move on it. because Sony confirmed I, I was just three. also
0: curious because other reasons but yeah right yeah so yeah I'll talk to you about it later I guess in more in detail but yeah, generally that's where I, what I was figuring, but um, also I watched the the COVID special today, the post COVID special today, no, oh. just the first part, not the I'm, second
2: part. On Paramount? Yeah. Just,
0: just the first part. The second part I think is up now. Oh shit.
2: And yeah. that means I'm slacking on the second part. Fuck. Yeah. So the one with her grown up and yeah. What'd you think?
0: Cartman's totally fucking with Kyle. One hundred percent. There's no goddamn dude, way he's not fucking. Have with you seen Kyle. it yet?
1: No. Ah, uh, have you no. watched any
2: Dexter real quick? I'm just curious. Yeah, of you. I've watched the, the, uh, the new blood. I,
1: the new, yeah, it's amazing. Fuck.
2: Okay. Well, it's so freaking good. I can't really get into that because I haven't watched it. But anyway, I want to hear about. <laughs>
0: uh, he's one hundred percent. There's no goddamn way he's not fucking with him,
2: dude. His I, the children f- literally
0: say "fuck you," Kyle.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I just think it's funny when yeah, like every joke he makes is. Jewish, like, I like I right. can't think of good examples, but I remember like someone says something or whatever, and Carmen's like, "No, nah, I prefer Orthodox," and like, like everything draws back to like the, the Jewish religion. It's yeah, no, it's hilarious. a moment where the guy's like, "No, there's nothing
0: Orthodox about what we're doing here," and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm Jewish." Right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> just
3: every, Dude, it's fucking. Hilarious. I want to
1: see it really badly. I don't want Paramount Plus. Like, that's the only. Like, I I don't need like now. I'm paying for for YouTube like
3: yeah i don't need another yeah, I get, 15 I just bucks to a month to watch it that's like yeah. yeah
1: like i would have to either split an account with somebody and like give them seven bucks a month or like something like that i just i don't know or it's i would totally maybe not, do like yeah. a free trial if there's like a seven day free trial i would like binge those two real quick but then even then once they come out with the next south park movie i'm gonna be like well fuck like yeah pirate, no, i get you so, old, I, I would not pay for it either i just happen well, to have yeah, access to true. Got to do what you got to do. That's true. I, it's been a long time since so I've actually broken out my my pirate stick, so I need to. I'll, I'll do that. Like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're not talking about illegal activities. That's okay. No, that's yeah. nothing. We're
1: no. right. That's no. all I talk about. No, that's okay. <laughs> By the time this airs, I'll have gotten rid of it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's uh, the one. So Jade has Paramount Plus, and she was thinking about canceling it, but the reason she hasn't is because South Park. But also, dude, I am fucking fully sucked into Ink Master. <laughs> Holy shit, is that a
0: pretty sure you guys talked shit about that show to me.
2: I mean, that makes sense. I understand. Because <laughs> it's like this, it's like Gordon Ramsay, but for tattoos, kind of.
1: Oh, it's a reality TV show? Yeah, yeah so
2: basically what they do Ooh. is
1: Jamie's <laughs> face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, oh. it's no, it's it's really fucking good actually. Cause oh, like...
0: No, it's not. It's reality TV. <laughs> dude,
2: it, you watch reality TV too.
0: Comic book, man, we've all agreed is different.
2: <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the other one.
0: Oh, the one that fucking I got addicted to, um, because it was amazing. The uh, parking ticket one.
2: Because the, I was thinking of the Rust one. What was oh, it? Rust,
0: yeah, the fucking car one.
2: So there's Only another one, and you're shitting on me <laughs> oh, for I it.
0: Talked
1: about, I <laughs> talked about this one, Russ, Rust Brothers.
0: No, there's like Rust Valley Restorers on Netflix. And I only did the one season. I didn't get any more into it. Yeah, the okay. guys from Canada?
1: Yeah. I love that they're one. They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that they're, one's they're awesome. Like the, I love that one because bun- I love all the classic cars and <laughs> stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. a bunch of
0: fucking rednecks. Like, they have like the smaller fat guy looks like a cartoon
1: character. <laughs> he looks like Mario. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. <laughs> just laugh <laughs> when he's on screen.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that one. But then there's also a show, I Stayed at Allie's, her parents' house. Like and one. by the way, season two is good. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. I say like you Al- need to watch season two. It's, it's good. That. I'm so glad <laughs> that you know what that is. Um, I say that Ali's parents' house one night when we were just dating. And I don't know how we pulled that off, but because that was like against the rules. But I was on. An Did air you ma- sleep in separate beds? Oh so far, yeah. Or what? She was upstairs, and I was on an air mattress in the living room.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um, but that day, like that <laughs> night, I guess there was like a marathon of it, and I w- kept watching it when she went upstairs because I was like, "Well, I'm just sitting here," and it's uh, it was just like parking tickets and shit, and it was just like the people getting parking tickets were amazing, right? <laughs> like they blew my mind. <laughs> like there was one lady. <laughs> Always think of her um, where she was in an apartment complex and she had a parking pass for her car, but she didn't put it up. And so the guy came to tow her car and she came out like, don't tow my car. I'd like live here. He's like, okay, well, if you put your parking pass in your, she didn't speak great English either. If you put your parking pass in your mirror, I'll won't tow your car. I'll put it down and like, just leave it. And she's like, no, if I put it there, somebody will steal it. He's like, okay, well, if you don't put it there, I'm going to take your car. She's like, no, no, I live here. And it just kept going and the people like walking by would be like, don't take her car. She lives here. And he would explain the situation and be like, put the pass in your car. And she's like, no, no, somebody will steal it from my car. And just kept. <laughs> and he was like literally like, screaming, like, I will stop. and Leave your car, woman. And just like screaming at her. And she was like, no, I won't put I won't put it in my car. And he'd <laughs> be
3: like, take your car.
2: <laughs> that's so ridiculous. And like, that's
0: just one person. <laughs> it, that's just one. That was one like three minute segment. And they would just. It was all amazing like that. It was huh. all like, I didn't know there's people this incredible
3: <laughs> in the <I> don't world. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. That, some of the, dude, I swear to God, some of those reality TV shows, I see people and I'm like, this is a human? What? Like, yeah, that's how? What they how are you functioning? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, now, I it, guess
1: when I think of reality TV shows that I don't like that make me sick, it's typically like the dating ones yeah like the bachelor and stuff like that like those love ones on the I, spectrum <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah love for tata style yeah no it's that's definitely that's definitely i don't i don't know if i could watch that one either but.
2: yeah i was talking to my sister about it she's like that show is so beautiful. Like, I'm not gonna watch it. Like why? because
1: oh, all these beautiful minds oh, find yeah, beautiful God. love. Oh, Jesus. And they're
0: exploiting it for entertainment. The um that show's great. Wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, Ink Master is good because like, I mean, I've again, I don't really watch very much reality. Like this is the one of the few shows I've ever been like. Oh, it's got what's as
1: fuck from it from Jane's Addiction, right? I don't know. Um, goddamn! What the fuck? I can't think of his name. Does he have? I,
2: oh, oh, the dude with the. Uh, I fucking
1: love that band. The dude um, with this
2: on his neck, Jeremy. Uh,
1: maybe I, I. don't know. Yeah, he
0: like the, a giant
2: neck tattoo. Why that? can't
0: I what fucking think of this? Is that from Dave,
1: uh, Dave Navarro? Oh yeah
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me. Do you have a picture pulled up real quick? Uh, yes. Just flash it to me, because then I'd be able to. I don't know their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy yeah yeah, yeah I, as soon as yeah, you were about to show me i was James like Wait, yeah okay so yeah that yeah. guy
1: i love dave navarro but i don't know if i'd want to see him in a he's a great guitarist he's fucking amazing but i don't know if i'd want to see him in a reality tv show so it's it's
2: it, it, like it's about good tattoos because it's not like obviously it's drama side dramatized like it's and right. it's a little over you know whatever it's reality tv but it's definitely not on the level of like because I, I mean i have seen some of those like dating shows and i'm like what the fuck what's the like
1: there was another tattoo one that i watched that was just a trash fire and it was the one with like the what's her name von d or something like that la inc la inc yeah i watched that one and that one is just fucking terrible yeah
2: i mean i'm not saying you will necessarily like this one and i haven't seen the other one to compare it to but i do like it because like they're all very different because it's not just about tattoos like for example usually the seasons go there's like however many competing They are all given like, say, a a subject and they're like, this all has to be a traditional style tattoo, you know, and then they'll go and they'll meet with their they just call them canvases, which I kind of find really funny. They don't refer to them as people. They (laughs) always just say, yeah, so my canvas was hard to work with or like my canvas was a bitch or like it's fucking (laughs) weird. But anyway, um, so that's usually what they'll do. And then they'll slowly like they'll take the bottom tattoos, have them. do like a tattoo off and then whoever has the worst goes home but they'll switch it up so like for example the season we're on they took um so that one dude oh what's his name dave what dave navarro dave navarro so he's obviously one of the judges but he's not part of what's going on they took the other two guys uh nunez and i'm forgetting the other guy's name but they had 30 artists come in and they're like team captains And they would pick their teams so they'd have teams of tattoo artists like fighting to the final. But on top of that, they're also doing inner team stuff like battling with each other. So
1: so they have to do these tattoos and these canvases are -hmm. just like volunteering. Like, yeah, Yeah, you can use my skin for your
2: thing. I don't know how they get the canvas to how that works, but yeah, it's pretty much like, I would imagine that oh, they, they
1: probably say,
0: put them in a van <laughs> and then like, yeah, who knows from there. it starts with an ad on Craigslist for like a thousand
3: dollars.
2: Yeah. But like, because I mean, some of them, like, I mean, you're getting a free tattoo and if you're going against obviously pretty good tattoo artists, like, you know, obviously there's some bad tattoos, but like even the bad tattoos, Well, some of them are actually awful, but like (laughs) some of the bad ones, like they're still better than most you would see you know what i mean it's still like a decent tattoo So a
1: competition i would like better so la inc was just taking place in a tattoo shop that had yeah. the same tattoo people and it was just customers walking in and then them being like so this customer walked in and he wanted me to do this i don't typically do those kind of things but i was gonna try it for this time around and then this guy was getting mad at me for no reason and the guy was getting mad at me because it wasn't quite looking like a leprechaun and i told him i don't really do leprechauns like and it was <laughs> it was that kind of dramatic <laughs> bullshit yeah uh-huh. not like a not like a, a cooking show competition or whatever like else it kind it of yeah, intense. yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, that's all
2: it was yeah like so that's why i think this one's like more intriguing but the thing that's cool too is like for this season with like the teams and whatnot um they were doing weird stuff like so they would start off do some tattoos you know blah blah whatever and then one challenge it'd be like all right you're gonna have to burn your artwork in with live wires on like this paper canvas and so they literally had to like paint with like electricity like burning it into the paper and everybody's like what the fuck like I've never worked with this before or like one of the challenges is like you're gonna have to craft an art sculpture by welding metal rods and they're like what the fuck like (laughs) we don't know how to weld but like the whole point of the show is they're trying to crown the winner to be the most versatile because you'll see people who are fantastic tattooers But then let's say they get to something where it's like, we need a photorealistic animal tattoo that's traditional. And they're like, uh, that's not really what I do. And sometimes they can really pull it out because they're just skilled, you know? Right. But, you know, you can definitely see some people like fall apart and, you know, it's just not in their realm. So they eliminate them. But it's cool because they do have an overall versatility and it is cool seeing the people who are like i have no idea how to do this tattoo i've never done anything like this but then you see the end product and you're like damn like that dude's obviously a good tattooer like he knows what he's doing like
1: (laughs) the different tattoo stuff would be cool but i don't think i would watch a show where they're like we're gonna help you be a better tattoo artist by burning paper and welding it's like That's not their medium. Like, what? Like, how
2: is how is how is
1: teaching that? How is having them put together a sculpture with welding? How are they going to apply that to skin? Like,
2: how? Like, it's not necessarily that they're testing to see who can work well under pressure, mainly because it's a very high pressure setting that they're like working in, and so like there has been people where they'll they'll do pretty well but then they get to something like that that they're unfamiliar with and they just have a fucking breakdown and so they're like obviously you're unfit for this sort of thing
1: i would love for eli to be able to watch that and then i give have me, a feeling he would just give me his, his long long opinion it. oh I, mean, I bet he wouldn't like it i i percent. Uh, uh, yeah. he, he could probably tell me why though and that's what i'm curious on is like would it be good and why or would it be bad and why
2: i mean i could see him having yeah a lot of opinions on it and i think a lot of it would boil down to the same thing when it comes to like chefs saying they hate fucking watching like kitchen cooking nightmares yeah. or like something like that they're like come on this isn't really cooking like you're supposed to cook for like the creativity the art you know all that stuff i think that's not
1: under the gun not under yeah.
2: yeah so like i could imagine that being a thing but like then again t- eli is probably a lot different of a tattoo artist, whereas you know, my tattoo artist is a different tattoo artist. Like they're, they're not really into that type of stuff. They have their thing that they really like, you know what I mean? Whereas these people, they're like, I want to be the best of the best of everything. Like, you know, they're all they're They're going for that. I
0: want to be famous. Yeah.
2: I want to be famous. Like, well, cause the other thing too is like, obviously you get the cash prize. Um, but usually the, like for this season, for example, they are able to do a guest spot at one of the, um, judges, own tattoo shops depending on which team they're on oh, okay. they get a guest spot there they also get featured in like the inked magazine or whatever it's called they get like a full feature in there um so they definitely like give them a lot of publicity if they win I so feel like
0: you can just probably find better tattoo artists not on that show because they don't have an interest in being on that show
2: yeah well i know what you mean yeah and that's another thing too is like Sometimes I do feel weird about it just for the fact that sometimes the the canvases or whatever, they'll start butting heads with the tattoo artist, which in itself is one of the challenges being a tattoo artist is working with whoever you're tattooing. You okay, know? Yeah, yeah so I can see that. Sometimes they'll butt heads. And uh, I've always thought that that was super weird because I'm like, if I'm getting tattooed, I do not want to be pissing that person off. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're comfortable, they're going to do a better. So I see that shit all the time. And I'm like, why are you like, why are you being an asshole right now? Like, you can tell this dude's like under pressure. He's kind of stressed. And then you're adding on because top the of the director
0: it. or producer told them to.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. Because then it, it's 100% it.
0: I mean, it 100% definitely could be. That's how but, those shows work. Dude. And
1: that's what the heart about those shows. Yeah. It's hard to tell who's actors and who's like being real and if they're capturing that or like well, sometimes they just cut so- shit
0: together to make it sound like something happened but that was a completely different conversation than the scene or something yeah like you that. can definitely
2: yeah. tell when they do that for sure I've, I've definitely what's, what's, noticed is that, that on
1: Paramount Plus is that what you're saying
0: Netflix. Yeah, there,
2: there's it. I think Paramount Plus has like all the new seasons or something but okay. you, I think the other ones are either on the what Hulu else on Paramount
0: Netflix. Plus besides The Office um yeah Jones movies uh Clifford
2: I did
3: see Clifford. Yeah, I did. I, did I see didn't Clifford, look around yeah. enough. I
0: was just looking for the COVID special. I don't know. Just the same as everything else, There's just random shit that's good, random shit that's awful. You know. Yeah, it's another to, HBO
1: Max feeling thing.
2: Yeah, I'd have to do like more of a deep dive. But so far, there hasn't I been. I guess I'll have
1: to look it up and see if it's going to be worth it. But yeah.
2: I mean, honestly, or I I'll feel see like if
1: someone wants to split an account with me, I was going to say, that's <laughs> probably be the best like route that. for you.
2: I feel like the most like, you'll get out of it is South Park for sure. Yeah. So, it, well, I mean, yeah. the South
1: Park alone would be great. South, South Park movie on there. Par, yeah. Par, Par, Paramount's done so much shit that I'm sure that there's, I mean, there, I mean, there has to be an extensive oh, yeah, library the for them to open up a streaming service. Obviously there's, there's, there's gotta sure there gotta be a is. lot on there. I just don't know if I want to pay for something else still, but I don't know.
0: We'll you should see. just
2: like, like. Ask still navigate through Liam's. Yeah, mine see yeah, what's this, on there. Yeah,
0: mine is on my sister's Amazon. So it's like a third
2: thing. Oh yeah. Right. Like branching but off. Yeah. I'd have to do more of a deep dive because I haven't really looked around too much. But um I did watch Kill Bill though. The ooh. first, ooh, the first the one. Fir- the first one, yeah. Volume one. Right. I haven't watched volume two yet. That movie is
1: fucking beautiful.
2: It was it was it's very good.
1: So so good.
2: Yeah. What'd you like? Um
1: what stood out to you?
2: I'm trying to think I meant to bring it up like two podcasts ago. Cause it was kind of a while ago. Oh shit. Um, but I kept fucking forgetting. Um, but the, I mean the fight, all the fight scenes were fucking sweet, but I know yeah. that's well, what yeah, everybody it's, says. It's, so. it's,
1: it's Yen Wu Ping. So. so yeah. Um, yeah the guys, the guys, amazing coordinator.
2: Yeah. So I mean, all that was sweet. Um, one thing actually I kind of liked is I like how overly gory it was, but kind of more in like a, cartoonish way like it's right. not realistic gross well, it's that was gorgeous. what
1: tarantino was doing was doing his love of anime and then like old school action or old school martial arts films mm-hmm. like
2: yeah i thought together. that was cool like which I mean, is where
1: all the cartoon animation and the blood spraying and everything came from was just yeah
2: so uh, yeah i mean i enjoy it. I, obviously i'm always down for gore but um i can appreciate both takes on it but i really like that one too it was i mean it, it's it's just Almost comically at a certain point, well, you know. One part, yeah, and all
1: the cameos are wonderful because all the cameos are from people that are like big stars back in the seventies, eighties, and nineties martial arts action. Who's film. the sword guy again? Atori Hanzo.
0: Yeah, I think all of his movies are on HBO Max. Pretty sure. Well, um, not all of them, maybe, but some of them.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you mean, uh you mean the guy who plays Atori Hanzo? Yeah, like his Sony name. Chiba. Oh, okay. So Sony Chiba is play who plays Tori Hanzo, and yes, um, uh, Sony Chiba was in is like uh, the Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Three. He did a, a bunch of seventies like. Can maybe saw that I thought there's some, like I, action I keep films. seeing like this
0: big like a bunch of like samurai thing, like a bunch of black and white samurai movies or something like that. He Sony might Chimax. he
1: might be in some up, of those too. I don't know all up. of Sony Chiba's stuff, but he was yeah he's the same thing with like David Carradine, <laughs> but. Mm. David Carradine was more like in Kung Fu. One part in that movie, in Kill Bill,
0: I struggle with to watch. It, and like the guy that gets it totally deserves it. It's just the whole like thought of it is when he's getting his head smashed in the door. <laughs> like, oh, like the, the thought. Uh, oh, I can't. It, it reminds me of yeah. the
2: Bill Burr bit where he's like talking about beating your wife or whatever. And he's yeah. like, It's gonna fucking rust. Yeah, he's like, like we Yeah,
1: he's her like, head we <laughs> get it. Okay, we get it. You can't come home and beat the shit out of your wife. <laughs> because because she, she forgets to wipe off the can opener every time she uses it. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: and he's like, like it's gonna it. fucking rust. And he's like, beating her, her head in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus.
2: But, yeah, I enjoy it. It was actually Jade's pick she was like, let's she was like, I started watching Kill Bill. She was like, text me. I was like, I want to watch it. And she was like, okay, well, yeah, we can watch it together. And then we haven't watched it. We've almost watched the second one, but it was like kind of late. And obviously they're long movies. But yeah. yeah. Um,
1: second one's good too. Yeah. yeah I think I like the sure. first one more. Pretty sure.
0: I like not seeing Bill. Like, like the whole like mystery aspect around it in the first oh, yeah. one.
2: Oh, that is pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with my stunt team that I have. Just before COVID, we had done all the writing and all the dialogue and all the fucking like practices and everything just before COVID hit to recreate the um fight scene again between uh Uma Thurman and Vivica Fox in mm-hmm. that girl's living room in the kitchen. We had yeah, someone's yeah. house planned out, like I had a fake table with glass in it. Like we had all the stuff laid out and then COVID hit and we dropped the
2: project. Like when her daughter shows up. Yeah, we yeah, had okay. like and
1: and and even back. Back then we had, um, we had, we had like a little girl lined up. We had um, my buddy that owns a, a school bus. He was going to like pull up in the school bus. Of course. <laughs> like we had everything like planned out and then, and then COVID hit and it was just fucking, cause Damn. we just wanted to like pay homage to it and do the exact same movements, but like just, you know, your, shoot it a little bit differently. Yeah. Your style. And yeah, it was going to be, it was going to be epic. So we still talk about doing it every now and then, but none of us have gotten back together to like even try. It, yeah. So That'd
2: be sweet though. Yeah. That's, I mean. This is a really good way to like open up too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like Jesus. I even,
1: I even purchased like the fake pan. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. I bought it on Amazon, so I still have it at my house. So I have like a, a it's like a fucking ruby set pan. Yeah. yeah so it's like to hit each other with and everything. Like,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Well, did you know like the bottles? They make them out of like sugar,
1: sugar glass. Yeah. yeah so- I have a sugar glass bottle mold. Oh really? Yeah, we've made our own sugar oh, glass sure. bottles yeah, and then yeah. smash each other. And that's with how
0: they them. break them. Because if you hit an actual bottle over somebody's head, it just knocks them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but if
1: you and if you put <laughs> fluid in them, you have to use them pretty quickly because we left fluid in them for too long, and so you pick up the bottle and the bottom just falls out because it's like dissolving.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <'cause> it's like <laughs> it's dissolving, dissolving. It the sugar. This one, at, one time, it was so fucking weird at my parents' house. Um, I, it was like Thanksgiving or something like that, and Isaac was living with us, uh-huh. and we had these like big, just round like, um, cups. They were just glass. they were Blue at the bottom, but clear glass coming up to the top. Sure. And he was just sitting there drinking out of it. And it just like, like it got cut at an angle by like something. It just, the bottom <laughs> just fell off.
3: That's uh,
2: fucking hilarious but it was it's, the water just falls wait all it happened over. to who
0: Isaac yeah it makes sense but he was just there <laughs> drinking it, But seriously like you could pick it up and it was like literally like it was cut at an angle by like an invisible sword
2: yeah was, I like, haven't I haven't back. done it
1: in years
2: that's so funny but,
1: um I haven't done it in years but if you guys ever want to do something like that like I have because you use the the mold you just use it in your oven Mm-hmm. so if you guys ever want to we did that one night where we got together with a bunch of my friends and we had way too much to drink and we purposely were drinking and hanging out and making sugar glass bottles and then we just stood in the kitchen and smashed each other in the face with like sugar glass bottles totally over down. and over so again we should and film then we that. picked up all the sugar glass and was like eating it in the kitchen <laughs> like after we smashed each other because like we filmed it all but so there's I've got the <laughs> film at my house but we're all just laughing drunk we're like <laughs> bam <laughs> like hitting totally each other that. with if beer bottles and this. they're just
0: smashing if we're doing this are you getting fucked up then
1: uh yeah i mean I guess, uh, yeah, I guess i mean if it's at your house you don't have yeah. to go anywhere I right, don't have to
2: go anywhere but <laughs> i want to do that how how hard is it to like make the mixture is it pretty simple the, as far as the, the mixture is
1: pretty simple yeah like we th- we just found it on google because there's like there's um a hollywood and stunt websites that will like share the recipes okay so we got their recipes and then you have to make like one side of the bottle at a time Mm-hmm. in the oven and then you take them out and you have to like get the edges of them wet and then like lightly press them together and then oh, they'll mold sense. together and then it's cool so and we didn't have anything else to do and we were talking about like because we wanted to play with them anyways we were like well let's just so it, we weren't supposed to be getting drunk but like my, it my happened. stunt team came over and they brought a bunch of booze and we're like, well, let's just hang out and drink and watch some martial arts action films. And while we're doing that, let's make these. Cause we, we, we fucked up a bunch of them trying to like make yeah. them, <laughs> we wanted to get it right. So, so we could start cause we lost the direction at, at that yeah. time. <laughs> at that time. Um, well now it's, it's, it's still the same, but, uh, one of my friends is, a um, she's a bartender over at the East end pale house and the, our ale house and, uh, uh, Burke's tavern and, and mm-hmm. Fourth street. And I got her permission from that. She asked the owner that if we ever wanted to come in and film like a bar fight scene, we could, as long as we cleaned up whatever we trashed and we didn't break any of their furniture. So that's what we were doing at the time is we're trying to make all these sugar glass bottles because we wanted to make a big martial arts action scene in a bar and smash glass everywhere. So we had everybody come over and we even ordered like. Um, it was right around my birthday several years ago. So I I don't do it anymore, but I used to order every year for my birthday, I'd order like two or three bottles of of Maynard's wine and okay. have them shipped. Oh, and shit. then we would all share his wine and drink it in different glasses. So that's how it started is we were drinking a bunch of Maynard James Keenan's wine and we were all just fucking drinking and then the drinking just kept going and then we were just smashing each other. We made all these bottles for set. Sounds and we like smashed, a slippery
2: slope. And we smashed
1: all of them. We were all just like, that was funny. And then it was got to the point where like, like my buddy miles was like talking on the phone with his girlfriend because she was just like calling to say hi and then Ryan walked up behind him and not tapped on the show like, and he's like what he's like smash and, like hit him in the face with a bottle while he was trying to like talk <laughs> to his girlfriend and, like we just kept finding ways to like smash each other uh-huh. in the head there was just fucking glass just everywhere so we were sweeping it all up and then we put it all into this bucket and then we kept watching movies and just kept sucking on this glass
0: it <laughs> we so gross i though. was like hilarious finding it on the floor
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <and we're>
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean when you're drunk it right really and sugar doesn't
1: help that either so we're already yeah. drunk and then we're
2: eating all this sugar <laughs> like
1: uh, i bet yeah. yeah. the hangover was, was real holy fuck <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: it was terrible because we started drinking headaches wine from yeah. the bottles and. The- <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, so we got headaches. Yeah, so we had the sugar. Plus, we started out drinking wine ahead of time, then moved to liquor. No, it was bad.
2: <clears throat> I th- is- I,
1: I'm pretty sure we all had to work the next day.
2: How is <clears throat> Maynard's wine? I mean, I, I don't have much of a wine palate at all, really. It's good.
1: It's really amazing. It's I've expensive. It's it. like it's anywhere from like 80 bucks or above per bottle.
2: That makes Oof. sense.
1: <clears throat> so my, that would that would be a, a a present to myself every year for my birthday it was I would order two or three bottles and then I would invite friends over and we would kill three bottles in you know a couple hours. But yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. my um when I went up <clears throat> to Utah that on I was staying with her and her husband got like fucking super into wine. They're like wine connoisseurs. Like they have like right. three different wine subscriptions, like those monthly ones or whatever that send yeah. you like fancy shit. And like they have a whole booklet of exactly what to look for in each specific type of wine and (laughs) stuff and so i was like telling him i was like hey yeah you guys know tool right like i want you to try their his wine like i really wanted to know with someone who's like more experienced be like i want you to let me know what what you think of his wine because i know that's you know everybody says that he's just all he wants to talk about is fucking wine whenever they like talk to him and stuff
1: Yeah, I had this girlfriend way back then when I first started making action films that she was heavily into wine. She was a big wine connoisseur. So that Mm. kind of just made me a wine connoisseur. So every time we drank, it was wine. So it was her idea. It was one of my first birthdays that her and I had together, where she ordered some Maynard wine because mm-hmm. she knew how much of a Tool and Perfect Circle fan I was, and then that just it just turned into a, like an every year thing.
2: What'd she think of it? Since she was more experienced, she would really enjoy it. Yeah,
1: she really liked it. Like some of his wine that I had back then, I still have the bottles up They're in my living room because I oh, kept nice. them because a yeah, lot of yeah. them aren't for sale anymore. Um, like the um, I got a bottle of uh, Judith, which oh, was fuck. which was That's um. A- the one that he made off of his mom, his his mother's ashes that he put over that particular vineyard. That one's hard to get. Um, yeah. So that was, this yeah. was back when the wine was like first being like sold. I think now you can even go to some liquor stores in Colorado and like buy his wine. Um, yeah. But back then we had to just have it shipped from Arizona.
2: Judas but- has definitely wanted to keep- yeah, that one's like coveted. Yeah, so there's
1: yeah, so there's that one, and then I got some that were like Caduceus sellers, um, uh, like Snake Potion number nine. Like uh, I've got like four different bottles Let's that suck. I kept over the years. Yeah, I'm not
0: really much of a wine guy, but like every holiday, Ali and my dad get a white wine together. So I guess they're talking about doing like a wine tour together.
2: <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I didn't know your dad liked wine. I just figured I'm not that as much
0: like a- of a wine person either. They just have white wine for dinner whenever we try. have like a holiday dinner. It's funny. Obviously. I just
2: picture me as a bigger guy. Like It's a cool normal. that they
1: at least have something else in common that they can like... They get yeah. along
0: really well. Um, they give each other shit like bros all the time. It's like a <laughs> constant thing. I mean, your dad and is pretty funny will, though. Yeah, yeah. but then my mom <laughs> will say like, don't talk to her like that. And my, when Ali says the same shit, my dad is like will you
1: shut up? She is fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm curious for a second because you brought up your fiance and it brought me back to this question. So you spent the night at your girlfriend's parents house why she was still living there or with you two went there for like parents. the night no
0: with her parents it was like there was something happening the next day up here and i didn't want to drive from broomfield like i was there that night like hanging out with her and i was going to have to drive back to broomfield where i live and then back And you guys the didn't morning.
1: try any funny business oh no
0: That's not to say we never did. I'm just saying. No. (laughs) That's the answer I wanted. Okay.
1: I was like, you guys were like young kids. Like, I would think at some point someone would be like, why don't you sneak down to my, my, my my air mattress. Well, I mean, still like it's even, even like, it was never nothing like that
0: specific or anything, but no, uh, we, that was just some occasion where it just didn't make sense for me to drive back. But like, you have to convince her mom to let me stay because of, That's what her whole mindset was. How long were you
1: guys together at that point?
0: (sighs) I don't even remember when that was exactly.
1: What I mean, well, I guess what I'm asking is, did it take that much convincing or did her parents know you that well that they were like, oh, it's Liam. Like, yeah, just let him spend the night. He can sleep on the couch or whatever.
0: We're still not married. So I'm sure if we had to stay the night at her parents' house, for some reason, we couldn't sleep in the same room. I bet you that's how it would be.
1: Huh. Yeah. religious (laughs) religious <laughs> people am I right I know yeah. I
0: guess <laughs> with also like- what you're saying too with like did we try anything well like that's the worst time to try anything but it's kind of like, like at, you know, a, a well, there's the fear of
1: getting caught yeah, and that
0: it's makes a, it hot. Now so that's why that's why I, not really like our thing. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. so
1: all this time that I've been hiding out in your guys' closet <laughs> when you guys yeah, are going right, to bed no. at night, <laughs> like that hasn't been helping no. any. I thought I was helping you guys. No, like that no, no, wasn't no. for me in my show. Like I thought I was no. helping you guys out, but i like, is Jeremy looking?
0: Like no, should my we God, stop? No.
3: <laughs> no, that's not
1: really our,
0: our thing so that's funny like also like with how our relationship is or ha- was at that point specifically if sure. something like that happened it would be such a pain in the ass just with the relationship it, yeah, it, it could have ruined the relationship just because like her mom would have gotten more strict and like she never could leave the house or we always had to somebody with us and we would have to be lying to her even more it just would have escalated things way too I'll much I'll take
1: that that actually makes sense yeah because if she was still living there then you don't yeah, want restrictions too. to happen but like yeah we were
0: already really struggling when we started because I was 21 and living in an apartment with Isaac and she was living in her parents house but going to college but it was like dating a middle schooler the first time because of the rules yeah, yeah it's the that first makes time. sense so our first date she didn't tell them she was going on a date she said she was hanging out with some other friends and so she had to go to dinner. Started
1: off the relationship with lies. So
0: she had to go to dinner. <laughs> and uh, she went to dinner with her parents because they didn't know. And then came to dinner with me and hardly ate. I didn't know why. <laughs> but that's later. You thought
1: she was doing the normal girl thing where like, she's like, I'll just have a crouton and a glass and of water. She got friends. And then,
0: or something. Like, or she got actually a whole meal. I think she just hardly ate it. And it was really weird. I thought she was just nervous. Like, but like, so her parents thought she was with friends. And then the next time I came up here, like i went to her house and picked her up and we had to bring a friend of hers along we weren't allowed to be alone so that's this that's where this relationship started it was very difficult kidding so like trying to do anything like you're saying like that was just like
1: you're a trooper (sighs) sir
2: yeah Yeah. Yeah, i mean i'm not
1: saying those tits aren't worth it but i'm just saying like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm kidding everybody no one has seen her tits except for liam so Um, no, that's, I'm just saying that's some patience, like to be a 21 yeah. year old guy. I'm not saying that you were like, you know, I could have anybody, but I'm choosing no, you like yeah, not that I kind mean, of I thing, but part like, of it
0: was definitely a, like a big thing with that was like, we did really like each other, but also like, it wasn't very often I had things happening for me. So it was like, I'm going to try pretty hard when I do was always yeah. kind of a thing. And so. But we kicked it off really well anyway, though. like,
1: How long did it take before you just kind of became... Like, you were the boyfriend and they were okay with it? Like, Or was it like her moving out? And then they were like, well, she's moving out, so we can't control our daughter anymore.
0: I don't even know if, like, fully okay with it still. I mean, I think her dad's indifferent. How long were you guys together before you lived together? She moved in October... Like of, four months? No. She moved in October <laughs> of 28. That's all I could take it for, man. Just, just under two years. We were about... Um, 22 months at that point. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but I had to go make that happen. <laughs> she was too scared to talk to them. So I showed up. She was supposed to give them a heads up. That I was coming, but she was too scared. So I just showed up.
1: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so not only did you come as a surprise, but you brought the surprise. Yeah. And you had to sit them down and be like, but I'm, I imagine that like knowing your disposition, you were like very respectful. You're like, you know, I love your daughter. we have been together for a long time. Yeah, was all I'm going to take yeah. good care of her. We're going to live together. I fucking wrote a speech. You guys can be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fucking
0: figure it out.
1: Because I mean, Did you memorize I, it before you got there? Or were you like, i <clears throat> like pulled out this paper no, yeah, and you're I like, much memorized Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Alley." And then you like started going down the no, I pretty
0: much memorized. I mean, I might've said it exactly, but I got like the key points. Did they points take it well
1: it. right away? They were like, they oh, that was very it. nice of you.
0: They, well, it was never like that. <laughs> like they didn't really want her to move out but they also expected it to happen. Do they blame you for her not finishing college yet? Yeah. Well, the thing about it is when I (laughs) I just thought of that though, where I was like, she didn't go to college and she moved in with this renegade. So, you know, rock and roll star before she even (laughs) moved in, she was staying at my house and doing homework and she would just fall asleep doing the homework and didn't care about what she was doing. But when she moved out or when she was moving out, her mom asked like, what about school and stuff? She's like, are you going to drop out? And I was like, I also, you have to remember this also, we're trying to, I don't know how much of this I should actually be talking
3: about,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I told Anyway, her, keep going. but I told her I wouldn't <laughs> let her drop out exactly. And so that's how, part of how we convinced her mom in that sense. And the reason I haven't made her go back is because she's decided she doesn't want to do that. Right. If it was a yeah. thing where it was like, you, well, you this kept is, your
1: word though, where you were like, if you want to go back, you can go back. But she was like, I don't want to go back. And you're like, cool. I just want yeah. you to be happy. If you're not going to go back to school, I'm back to school. Yeah. But I'm, so you You she, still have technically kept your word with her parents where yeah, you're you like, didn't like, I'm like, I'm supportive if she wants to go back to school. Yeah. So. I want her
0: to. Yeah. Well, she's, I, I told her I wouldn't let her drop out. And that's the thing is like, we agreed. And initially it was a break. Right. Because she was just so burnt out and wasn't caring. But that's when she realized that's not what she did, wants to do. Sure. She just kind of felt forced into that situation, I think so does she know
1: what she wants to do yet no no
0: and so that's why i'm not so i think her mom still has like a mindset of i think she said something to her recently even like liam said this and it's like she's like i don't I don't want to do that. And I don't know what I want to do. And you're going to marry this boy. (laughs) Yeah. Something along those lines. But um,
1: (laughs) yeah. So I will make sure to leave that out of my wedding speech where I'll be like, even though he stopped her from going to college, these two (laughs) are meant to be. (laughs) So, so that way her mom doesn't come up to me afterwards and go, God bless you. I, you were saying what I've always wanted to say. (laughs) So, but to answer your question, I think her dad is indifferent kind of about
0: everything. It's kind of how he is, but I don't think her mom particularly is thrilled that she's marrying me i don't know she can tell me if she's different but i don't think she's necessarily thinks i'm a bad choice either she can
1: read her mom pretty well because she knows her mom right she's yeah i
0: mean like i said i I think it's like in between i think like she doesn't think i'm like a necessarily a bad one but she doesn't think i'm the best for her daughter okay that's why i would kind of guess and that's
1: kind of normal anyways like religious family or not yeah i mean you usually get that more from the father because they're more protective over their little girl but yeah
0: i mean he i I think he has a good feeling about me overall we sit and talk and stuff i mean he's very surface with me right but we get along fine and so so
1: did those did those questions come up right away when you guys first started dating where he was like what church do you go to and you're like i'm actually not not go to church but he doesn't go it's just her
0: mom that goes. He is religious, oh, he says. He's, "Okay." He says he still is faithful, but he just doesn't have. Doesn't okay, go that makes church. it much easier then. Yeah, but uh, she, that was her first question, yes.
1: Right on. <laughs> That's right, everybody. We just took a quick little deep dive into uh, how Allie and Liam first started dating.
2: It's funny because, like. We'd go
1: anywhere in this podcast. I'd,
2: obviously, I like I knew kind of all that, but like for some reason, the first time, it really set in, like. And yeah, that is a lot of rules and stuff like because uh, it was the complete opposite with like Jade's mom. It was hard, dude. It was
0: really we had moments where it was like, what's the fucking point of this? <laughs> like,
2: right, <laughs> dude. Yeah, right. I remember like th- for the first time probably like going over to Jade's house. She'd be like, I'm going to go take a shower. Your mom's like, is Kirk going to take one with you? Whoa. like that's just how she is or they're like whoa. i'd come over uh, and be like uh, whoa i'd like come over that's and awesome. then she'd just be like so you guys want to take like edibles <laughs> she's like okay like wow complete <laughs> yeah. opposite no. it's so fucking her, parent, hilarious. her
1: parents are they like you then they're good with you oh yeah her whole
2: yeah. family even like her niece and her nephew like love me right they're always like asking for me to come over which, and I you're mean, like i play nice. with
1: dogs so i can play with kids like it's all right
2: yeah i mean they do act similarly, really? that's for sure. They're yeah. just fucking wild. Do you do the same thing. You just
1: walk over to her nieces and nephews and go, ball. Ball? ball, ball? And then they just <laughs> like <perk laughs> out, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're funny though.
1: No, yeah. My mother is also, of course, as you know, uh very, very religious. But my mom was the same way. My mom was like relieved. Like, it was weird. Like, I had that conversation with my mom where she's like, I'm just glad you're not gay.
2: I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Because that's what happened.
1: Like, the first time I had, like, (laughs) like, I had girlfriends who would, like, make out with me and stuff in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. And, like, a little bit in tenth grade, but not ever, like, serious, like, trying a relationship kind of thing. And then when I finally got into, like, my first, like, actual relationship when I was, like, a junior in high school and I just moved to Colorado... She came over to my house and my mom literally like walked over and she was practically topless because I had to leave like my door a- ajar and my mom was like, she like, she, we were making out and she was about ready to like start getting nude for me. And my mom was like, doesn't this work better with the light off? And my mom like turned the light off and like walked out and I was like, what the fuck
2: just happened? Yeah. And she's like, and thanks just, God yeah, he's and was, not gay. Yeah.
1: I just remember my girlfriend at that time was like, your mom's pretty cool. <laughs> but my mom was always so religious that blew me away. And then I remember at some point, I think I was like in eighth grade or something like that. There was some sort of talk where my mom was like, I'm just, I'm just glad you're not gay. Like it was, and she didn't mean it like gay was bad. She just, I didn't have a girlfriend for so many years growing up that she just didn't know what was going on with me. Cause she was like, my son's handsome, but he's not getting any girls. And then when I finally got some girls in like eighth grade, she was like, okay, like
0: with that, my mom had somewhat similar conversations or whatever. Cause like I wasn't dating anybody hardly ever. And she never explicitly said it, but sometimes I would just get a vibe that she kind of hoped I would be gay. So she would have a gay son an extra buddy yeah (laughs) i don't know like she had her i I had my brother and my sister and my brother's straight and my sister's straight i don't think she was just like maybe one of them will be gay right my mom
2: straight up asked me if i was gay like when i was like 16 because she was like you know you can always like invite people over like you know you can invite like girls over and i'm like why would they come here this place sucks like everything (laughs) sucks because obviously my mom's you know, very similar to probably like alleys, except right. just Mormon version. You know, deep religious, but yeah, I remember. I was like, yeah, no. And so I never like had girls come over, never like anything. And yeah, I remember one time my mom was just like, "Are you gay?" And I was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> he was like, "Okay."
0: I was I was just friend zoned a lot. Yeah, that was my problem.
2: I, so. I, I, yeah, that's happened too, but.
0: Yep. Like every time yep. like yeah. almost every single time yeah.
2: oh yeah yeah the friend zone is real I, yeah I, t-
1: I totally related to that episode of the family guy where it was like one of the earlier episodes where this girl's like I don't remember what joke they were making but like the punchline was like this girl was crying and she was like why can I ever just find a nice guy? And it cuts up to God. And he's like, I gave you nice guys, several of them. And you put them in the fucking friend zone, which is where they <laughs> don't belong. It's your own damn fault. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like I saw that. That's and I was so like, funny. yeah, that's what happens to me. That's because so- yeah, definitely friend zoned
2: a lot. Uh, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I wonder like, At that time, if I was gay, I probably would have gone under some fucking weird like conversion therapy. My mom would probably (laughs) be accepting now. Like if I, not that I'm gay, but if I were to like come out now, I feel like she would understand but yeah definitely back then she well probably, and if you
1: want to come out now me and liam would be supportive okay with it too yeah, yeah. Very well thank supportive. you i appreciate
2: it right I'll, just like uh, just
1: like burt crusher just came
2: out just, of the just, came, <laughs> just came
1: out of the fridge it's so it's so funny. Funny. It's
2: so fucking i'll keep funny. you guys updated <laughs> <I don't think laughs>
0: to, did you hear him telling me about it yeah <laughs> and she was like so nothing's changed right like, <laughs>
1: so now i'm gonna go at my own pace <laughs> so nothing's changed you go, just... uh we are at 103 minutes or, or excuse me, um, an hour and three I was minutes. like an hour and <laughs> 43 minutes? Jesus. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, fuck. no, we're at an hour.
0: Okay. So, Unless you guys, mm, anything
1: else that you guys want to bring up, talk about? Let's see if, if I forgot. We're going to change um, presents
0: next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty stoked to go.
1: Out what you guys' presents are. We saw, my presents are okay. I know, I'm not as excited about them this year because I didn't find the stuff that I wanted to find, but yeah. It's gift giving, so it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's. And I outdid myself pretty well last year. That I was like, "Damn it!" Like I was really trying to, up, yeah. I was trying to find something cooler. And <laughs> I, yeah, I was trying to find something cooler than that, and I was like, "I don't I, It's I'm, hard to do. Like that. I contacted my uncle, and he was like, "I don't have in touch with anything right now that's like Star Wars related." And I was like, "Fuck." Damn. Okay, it's totally okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I've
0: actually been talking to Ali, because um, we had her Christmas party, her her Christmas party, which also Allie put her three weeks in on Friday. Ooh, damn! Her three weeks in. The last Friday before we leave for our trip. Oh, okay. And All also right. she has another co- another assistant there, or administrative assistant there and she wants to try and help her at least a little bit before right. she just goes, but she only has 11, now 10 more working days. So <laughs> is her plan is to
1: put out resumes and shit like crazy? She's
0: already applying. She has job interviews set up in at least one place right now. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, she didn't have a job lined up, but she decided it was just time and she's legitimately happier right now like you can just yeah. tell a difference in her just well, knowing she doesn't, so it's just like hey we'll figure it out <laughs> but i believe in us so <laughs> right. we'll, we'll do it um yeah. <laughs> but uh so her <laughs> boss only thing he knows about me is i like star wars and all her mom knows about me really is that i like star wars and it gets really old <laughs> Not not saying like it's cool to not get me Star Wars stuff sometimes, because sometimes people only associate me with Star Wars. Right. And it's like, so like he thinks that her boss is like, surprised we're not having a Star Wars themed wedding, which I know he used as a joke, but he like legitimately thought we would. And it's just like, it's not my fucking identity. Yeah. It's just something I really enjoy. So like, It sometimes gets old how much people take it. So I'm like, I don't need to get, Star Wars, if you want to get me something that's nice for my music stuff, I'm very open to that too. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Gift card to Guitar Center, like something. Yeah, yeah, something like that too, so it's totally okay if you ever are like, fuck, I can't find the right Star Wars thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. things for me. Great
3: no, that's I was
1: funny. just trying to use my 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 uncle because I'm like, you know, I
0: know you got some yeah, cool he shit, on like he's
2: connections. got the hookups.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure I get you.
2: <laughs> Anything Slutty.
1: else before we...
2: Um... The only thing I could think of is when you said uh tickle my taint earlier I was just watching the uh Game of Thrones South Park episodes and uh when they're coming out with the don't touch me Elmo and Elmo <laughs> I don't know why but immediately it pop into my I head love
0: that part so much dude my favorite
2: little Elmo like reaches its hand out touches it's like stop, you stop ever touching me Elmo yeah <laughs> <But> if, if <laughs> Elmo like reaches over is like do you want to know what it feels like to get tickled on the inside? Like that part <laughs> fucking gets me every time. It's so Stop touching fucking.
0: Me, uh-huh. <laughs> Stop touching me. Uh, yeah, I know, know it's super fucked up, but it's it makes me laugh.
2: So. Uh, uh, fuck, dude. It's funny because you got me into the South Park kick. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I've been watching dude, it. I recently. just
0: use it as like because I don't have to watch it. I can just yeah. listen to it. So, like, I'll be, like, every morning, I'll be, like, making breakfast and, like, cleaning the kitchen from the night before. <laughs> and I'll like, have it on on our little display thing right there. Yeah. And so, like, I'll do that and then I'll sit down and watch whatever episode I was on while I eat breakfast. So, like, it's really easy to just throw it on.
2: Right. And, yeah. And I, people, I feel like whenever people talk about quotable shows, the one that always gets overlooked is South Park. Like, they has so many quotes. Dude, like, some people realize, like, how quotable it is. But, like, dude, the fucking amount of quotes I just from that show. The, just,
0: I just saw the Fish Dicks episode. and it's not that many episodes after obama's elected and i'm like it's that old
3: old, that's weird yeah
2: (laughs) that is weird it's like
0: 2008 2009 is shit right here like what
2: yeah it's it's funny you said that because i just watched the episode where fucking kanye's trying to convince everybody that kim isn't a hobbit right Right. so he's like saying all he's like well you see well uh so she 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 doesn't live a hole in the ground. Oh, burn. And then like, he'll be like singing a song. And she's like, yeah. And my wife will like do all the. is usually like literally doing Hobbit shit. And he's like, cut. Hold on one moment. He calls his wife. He's like, are you sure, babe? Are you sure you know Little Hobbit? Like, and he's like, okay. Yeah, got it. Anyway. And then he like goes back to the song and he's like singing it all. Dude, stuff. He's like, wait. <laughs> Speaking of South
0: Park though, because we didn't talk about too much with the the, um, the post COVID. Fucking
2: Jimmy. Oh, oh my god, dude, Jimmy! Holy <laughs> fuck! I forgot. They uh, get
0: today. It's relevance shit. Like it's perfect. Like they have. They always do. I know, but it's incredible how accurate it is right yeah, now, dude. It's yeah. like kind they, of fucking stupid. They it's do, kind do of, everything. Oh my it's like, god! I see, see it as our legitimate future, and I really don't want it to be.
3: Right, like,
2: holy fuck, dude!
0: <laughs> dude it's, fucking Jimmy! I
2: forgot about. I, oh Jimmy my god. is a
0: PC comedian but it's so of course fucking he is.
2: funny dude i wish i could remember one of his jokes but it'll be something like he'll like tell tele- it like,
0: those trans people huh that are those, those female trans right like that names they're, they're uh... Name is Jenny. And there we have a very beautiful person. Like something just like that. Every <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, like
2: yeah, it'll like say something where you're like, like
0: set up like you're gonna make fun of something, but yeah, and and it'll like, say something super
3: polite about them.
2: They're cut. just a beautiful lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of course. So yeah, good. I can't wait to see those. And then at
0: one point he goes backstage and the and the lady's like, You have to cut this joke. He's like, Comedy's already so hard as it is. You can't just cut my jokes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it's pretty it, it's I forgot Very about staggering. how
2: accurate it is. Feeling. Yeah. It made
1: me feel old last night when my kids came over and um, every year we always watch the Christmas episode from of South park. That's from season three Holy fuck. where it's just, it's just all the the Christmas songs that they're having the characters do. Okay, And we always watch that one because it cracks me up. And it's the same thing. Like every time I pull that up and I pulled it up last night and it said like 1998 and I was like, yeah like i remember watching this when it was brand new
2: like coming on it's comedy central and i was in like my senior year of high school
0: three years
1: old something like that
0: yeah
2: yeah that's crazy because me and liam were like toddlers
1: yeah because it, it came it came <laughs> out in 97
2: yeah so i was 16 uh, liam was yeah 97 he would have been when two came out of well, yeah, in one on month yeah true, yeah. But like- yeah
1: and we were watching you know season one two and three when it was like new like yeah sure. it's funny because i'm watching and i started on
0: season seven so i'm gonna have to like finish what is there and yeah. so back to the very beginning and be like oh gosh like i was going yeah, yeah. I, I was
1: going to school still when like south park was being banned like it was considered the bad thing and you weren't allowed to say shit at school you weren't allowed to like do cartman impressions at school like all that stuff because it was like still yep. so horrible and everyone was like oh my god made by satan yeah so yeah there was, are some episodes
0: where i'm like woof. Damn, Cartman. Those are the ones I love the most. Yeah, I know. Most of the time they are, but sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I'm just a little bit like, uh, I don't know about that one. Like I was watching one the other day and I was like, it's a little much for me. And it's the, uh, the Indiana Jones getting raped one. Yes. Because dude, it's, so many times you visualize it and I'm like, <laughs> I think the joke of it's funny, but I don't need to keep seeing it. And it was just a bit much for me to keep uh, seeing that. Right.
2: <laughs> oh my god. But
0: like the way they handled it all in the beginning, like watching a friend get raped and stuff, like when they like throw it at you that's Indiana Jones, like I thought that was. Very clever, but then they just kept pushing it, and sure, I was like, I don't need to keep going <laughs> on <down> this road.
3: <laughs> like, uh, did I?
1: Did I ever send that picture into the group chat that we have of Indiana Jones looking at himself in the uh, the cryogenics or whatever? Cryogenics? No, I think so. No. Oh, okay. I'll pull it up and send it to you guys uh, real quick before we while while we're talking about okay. the next thing. But
0: well, uh, yeah, let's uh, just go ahead and jump into Janis Joplin sucks then. Sweet. Do sweet sweet
1: um let me see is it someplace quick uh yeah there it is i'm sending it to you both right now it's sweet. one of my favorite pictures
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
1: <laughs>
0: all right so candle is candle box yes candle first
1: album their debut album kirk you want to go first
2: uh yeah i'll go first um so, yeah, definitely. I'm out of all the 90s bands that you've brought up so far, I've been the most familiar with Candle Box so yeah. far. Um,
1: which I figured that would happen,
2: yeah. So, uh, let me just get to the album real quickly. Um, yeah, as soon as Far Behind came on, I was like, yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, that definitely have heard of the that, song, yeah. yeah. So, so, the dee
0: first dee 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 song dee came dee 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 on. And I, I was did like, did "This did sounds it like the like." Then it was immediately. I was like, "Is this that?" I thought that was like Alice in Chains or something. But okay, I guess is this band. Yeah, it's a hit there. I was like, "Oh, is that okay?" <laughs>
3: yes. <Yeah. laughs>
2: so that, um, and then uh, probably another one, like we had mentioned at work, was probably you. Like there was maybe like four or so that as soon as they came on, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know this song. Yeah. Um, The
1: big hits were definitely far behind. That was the first one that came out. That was big. Mm -hmm. And then it was you and then change and then cover me. Those were the ones that were like the big hits of like the early nineties. When, when it, when it first got Mm -hmm. released.
2: Yeah. Um, so anyway, so far, this is my favorite out of the nineties bands that you've brought up. And I mean, you said last podcast, they are, a little more closer to like the Alice in Chains kind of style of like the 90s rock yeah. um which is obviously they're, I they're, like they're they're out of that um
1: uh Seattle rock
2: yeah so era which and all is, those other bands what I, I mean I like Alice in Chains so this is like more familiar um I was like uh, like I wouldn't say confused but I was like interested as to why you'd bring up alive before this band
3: you mean curiosity. live? Yeah. Or
2: live. Live. Yeah. Sorry. Live. Um,
1: it, it, like when I made my list, I just made a list. And so oh, and were were just just like, it was just like, as they came oh, to fun. mind, it was just like, and this one was the next one on the list of, um, if I would have gone through that list a little more thoroughly, I probably would have picked this one first, mm-hmm. but I I have so many lists that I just start from that yeah. list and just work my way down.
2: That, so, that yeah. makes sense. I was just wondering if there was like a strategy behind it, like if that was an actual thing or it just happened to fall Every that Every 90s
1: way. band I bring up has the same strategy of like, can I get Liam to like any kind of 90s rock at all, period? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and is this going to be something that Kirk would even listen to? Like that. Yeah. So they all have the same purpose. It's just that live just happened to be on the list higher than Candlebox. I, was just I
2: mean, and again, I'm not like shitting on live. And I don't think I've brought hard. up any other
1: ninety bands between Live and Candlebox. So I, I think Candlebox
2: th- was next on the list underneath Live. Yeah, I couldn't quite remember if it was just the two or if there was one more. I might. I don't
1: think there was another nineties band that I brought up in between that yet. I think it was other kinds of music, but okay. I also could be wrong.
2: Yeah. Anyway, um, but regardless, um, I, I really like this one. Again, I'm not like shitting on live. I'm just, no, I it's get what it. I can compare it to. Um, but the thing that I like about this band is that I feel like there's a lot of different elements to it. And like, I can almost, it feels like there's different genres intertwined as opposed uh-huh. to where live is kind of them, you know, you right. kind of, it's like their sound, it's not like a Well, whole and that was lot. the point
1: of bringing this band up was because. Um, I was having a talk with Eli about it the last time I was getting tattooed and Eli was like, well, you've been bringing nineties music to them. He's like, maybe you need to stick to the Seattle scene and maybe the Seattle scene is what they'll like. And so this was the first band on that list that was like from that same Seattle scene as Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. All Pearl them. Jam, Alice in Chains, like, cause they all knew it's each the, other. They're like, it's uh, the like,
0: grungy scene. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. These, these guys um, like Keith was best friends with Chris Cornell and uh, like uh, Keith was roommates with Eddie Vedder and they both lived in the same, uh, the same uh, basement together. And Keith was the one that got Eddie Vedder to put his vocals onto a tape and then hand it over to mother love bone, which then turned into Pearl Jam. Like they okay. all knew each other and they all played in bands together and then they all got famous and went off in their own like way. But mm-hmm. yeah,
2: Okay, yeah. Um but yeah, I I mean again like I said familiar with them, but I do really enjoy it. Um obviously I still really like Far Behind. Like it's a great song, but yeah. obviously, you know, it's their biggest song whatever. So, but the the song I would say that kind of stuck out a lot that weren't like their main ones, I would say, or at least from what I can tell, I really like No Sense. No Sense was probably one of my favorites. Okay. Um I don't I, I don't really know exactly what it was, but some of this, like some of the slower parts, like kind of in the beginning. And I'm not saying I'm a huge fan of like the Doors in general. I don't know, like any other shit. OK, but I almost got that like Riders on the Storm kind of feeling, which I still mm. really like that song. I know people are whatever. I do
0: not like the Doors that's I fine
2: that's fine and i'm not like again i no,
0: only okay. know I'm that saying, song like, it's just like i've tried and i'm like i i can't <laughs> yeah I can't do
2: it. <laughs> again i am not familiar with their stuff other than like white riders on the storm but like right i got like that kind of feeling and i still fucking love that song because i like that kind of like mm. slower again somber like that's when it when it slows down I like the somber stuff but i really okay. like no sense um a lot and then you yeah, have all the other big ones like Uh, chain. I mean, honestly, all of it was good. There's not like a song that I didn't like.
1: Yeah, this was one of the first albums that I brought up where like, um, it wasn't a playlist Mm -hmm. and where like, um, even with live live was like a playlist yeah because uh, Mm -hmm. there isn't one of their albums that i like completely from beginning to end and this is one of the first 90 bands where i started looking them up and i pulled up that album and i was like oh i like all of these so i just did like i was like i'm just gonna do the whole album instead of
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and i do really like the vocals a lot actually they're yeah i like his voice yeah like again they're like kind of similar to what i come to know from like lane or someone yeah but obviously it's like his own style he does his own things there's even like there's definitely like a couple fry screens creams in there yeah that you can pick out like um i don't know versatile i guess yeah and I'd their music changed
1: a little bit they're still pretty close to the same but even like their newest album it's it almost has like a like it's still them but it also has a little bit of like a 30 seconds to
2: mars okay kind yeah, of yeah.
1: feeling to them too yeah that makes so. sense
2: i also like another thing too is like um even just like some of the the riffs in general i felt were like a little more catchy than like live for example like it just seemed a little like not technical but just like a little more to them well
1: they're more guitar driven
2: yeah than than than, live is live Live was
1: more like trying to be melody driven but um Mm -hmm. yeah the lead guitarist peter i think he wrote a lot of fun stuff even some of the solos in this album even though they're not like you know crazy they're they're not dave mustaine fucking going you know climbing scales and shit but they were still it's it's, it's, you know pretty awesome guitar work and yeah like you said catchy Mm -hmm. and like um it shows how it just goes through the ages where like i was like I was 12 when this album came out and heard far behind for the first time, like on the radio, whereas you guys are now, you know, in the ages that you are now, but you heard the first couple of licks of far behind. And you're like, Oh, I know what the fuck this song is. Like yeah. maybe not knowing the band, but you're just like, Oh, I've heard this before. Like that's, I actually, their, yeah. his, his, their guitarist is good at, at, at creating stuff like that.
2: It's funny too, because that's I memorable. was, I was talking to Matt. Cause I always, I, I always talk to him about like what we talk about in the music session, um, oh, right. section. Cause he's, you know, obviously down for whatever, but, um I mentioned it to him and I, I I know that he's familiar with Candlebox, but I brought it up again and I was like, hey, you know, Candlebox. He was like, I, I definitely know the name. I can't think, blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, pull up far behind, like right now, like pull it up. Just listen to the intro. You, you'll know exactly who they are. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, OK, dude. I was like, no, no, do it right now. Like pull it. Up. I'm telling you, you'll immediately like in know a who this band. Is. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, all right. And he pulled it up fucking with like half a second he was like oh shit okay yeah that's what I did right. with two people at work when they
1: asked what the band was I was like it's Candlebox and they were like who's that and I like pressed that one song and they were like oh I know that song and even when I brought it to Eli I was like I'm bringing up Candlebox he was tattooing me and he and he and with his voice he went
3: it's like because
1: that's what everybody just has yeah it's stuck in their head
2: fucking weird so I was playing uh this while we were heading over here and, uh, I asked if she was familiar. She was like, yeah, I don't know. Like his name might kind of sounds familiar, but I don't know. I can't think of it. I was like, yeah. okay. And I like put on far behind first. And, uh, she was like, I don't think I've ever heard this song. I was like, it happens. What? And then another, I, I fucking And you were like, have. get out of your car.
1: No. <laughs>
2: I'm
3: out <laughs> of your car. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I'm driving.
2: Another song came up. I don't remember. <laughs> fuck. I should, I should have took note of what song it was, but another song came up and then Jade was like, oh, I've heard this song before. I was like, I'm just surprised it wasn't far behind. You know what I mean? But regardless, she was like, okay. yeah." The one person
1: who heard far behind and was like, I don't really know. Yeah. I was like, wait, (laughs) (laughs)
2: but, um, yeah, overall I, I, this is definitely a lot more of my style when it comes to like nineties rock, totally down with it. I love it. That's what I was curious
1: about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably end up sticking to more Seattle.
2: I mean, Seattle based rock. Obviously, I'm still down for you to do others 90s rock because yeah. this is what I'm familiar with. So yeah. that probably also helps play a part to where yeah, I'm like why? slightly biased, maybe. But sure. regardless, I'm still down for the other stuff. But so far, yeah, I'm, this is definitely the stuff I really like. OK, so awesome.
0: Um, so I like them a lot, a lot more than live. Well, yeah, I knew that Uh, was going to happen. I I I
2: never thought
0: live was bad. It was just something that I would never be like, if I was walking around, I heard it be like, this sucks. I would never be that. I'd be like, "Mm, right.
1: Yeah. yeah." Um, (laughs) This this, this (laughs) is Kirk's mom's music. Mm
0: -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, The guitarist, yeah. um, His tone on his guitar solos and stuff were fucking awesome. Um, It's pretty much the kind of guitar that I fell in love with. It's like that kind of like, okay, just like that guitar hero feeling thing all oh, right right that has going on um so yeah uh you was a standout and also that opening like verse riff reminds me of a lot of a Joe Satriani song and I have I can't figure out what song it is but I I know it's I think it's on this one it's a white albumed one it's where he's just like standing there with with his leg crossed I think but um supernova no I think it's swans or something like that um regardless, there's a song on there and it sounds really similar to that and it, every time it starts, I'm like, is this? No, no that's a different song. Okay. Okay. But, the uh, song <laughs> You? Yeah. Okay. It sounds I'll pre- have to listen to that I'll later and find see if it I'm thinking, minute, Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, uh, I really also, I, like, Far Behind as well. Um. Rain is probably my favorite song on this because I just like, like, a thing about, I liked about this album was that um everything had, like, a lot of the songs felt pretty different from each other. A lot of times mm-hmm. bands will fall into that thing where, like, the songs are all, good but they're all very much in that same vein. Okay. And I liked mm-hmm. how like Rain was kind of more of a bluesy type thing going on and then like Mother's Dream was a really different one. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as opposed to like then far behind and you is different. Like they all felt like different songs which was pretty cool. Um uh I will say if you're talking about the vocal thing, I think I figured out where we're struggling with the 90s rock. I don't hate grunge, but I'm not attracted to grunge. Right. So there's standouts for me. So like obviously Nirvana, but even Nirvana, I can't listen to for a long time, but like, I've always like been okay with like Pearl jam and whatnot, but I never go and listen to them. Right. And I think it's that like, yeah, hey, like the singing thing they do. Right. And after a while, I just like kind of get bored of it. And so I think that's where we're struggling. Cause I pull up like a grunge playlist and it's like all those bands that you talk about then I'm like they're okay, but right. you love. And it's like, so I think that's, where, so he loves the Seattle stuff and I'm like, it's okay
2: wait and, so do you like Alice in Chains I don't know your yeah opinion. so like I'm, I'm
0: not saying everything it's just like there's certain things that stand out like Facelift is a fucking awesome album like I'm not saying okay, yeah, to yeah. everything but a majority like uh, Pearl Jam I'm like I'm okay with they're alright um, obviously Soundgarden's Chris Cornell I like but then Stone Temple Pilots okay Um, we talked about um what was Lane's other band that you did?
1: Oh, oh. Uh, Mad Season. Yeah, Mad you Season, liked yeah. them a lot more than I than
0: I did, and so I wasn't super crazy about that. Um, Smashing Pumpkins. I don't really like Bush that much.
2: Uh, so Mad like, Seasons was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what it was. Mad. Yeah. So like
0: that's a lot right. of like that singing thing. I think that's where the issue is that you really like it, and I don't like it as much. And that's where we're having the nineties rock thing. Okay. Mm. So it's interesting now because you're like, I'll stick to Seattle, and I'm like, well. That's what he really likes. <laughs>
2: but You're trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm Like I said, I'm down for other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm down whatever. Yeah, I go but, for
1: whatever. But I think that's where. Well, and and what I'm saying is, is Seattle rock is what I'm going to stick to. Seattle grunge is different. Okay. And both all of those bands went in different directions. Like they all knew each other, but they all, they all blew up and went in their own ways and their own different stuff. Yeah. Like I don't ever think of Kurt Cobain and go, God, the guy's such an amazing singer. Oh, but no, I enjoy no. his vocals for yeah, what yeah, he did for what yeah. He, yeah. His band. And I will
0: clarify that. I don't think that he, they're, they're bad singers by any right. means at all
1: and same thing mm-hmm. with like eddie vetter i love his vocals but i don't really picture him singing much of anything else besides of just knowing what i did what he did with pearl jam yeah. so and that's what i'm saying this guy keith his his voice it like it is the seattle rock but it's more of the power rock yeah ballads kind of singing on to it yeah it reminded me a little bit of miles so i was like maybe he might like this because yeah. of the way this guy sings and how he approaches his vocals so- as opposed to like lane or somebody I else i actually think
0: lane is more of my favorite um i didn't dislike this guy at all by any means i just think like that's more like i was listening like this reminds me of all like stone temple pilots and pearl jam and all that stuff right which is the stuff that i'm not usually gravitating towards because like i like i know all of them like musically are fucking fantastic like what they do yeah it's just like i just never gravitate toward it or anything yeah and i think it's just that's why okay so that might be like Smashing Pumpkins. I'm like, I just, uh, that is,
3: and you're like, oh, 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 I, love it, it, I know they're coming, it's but coming someday I know it is. But that's,
0: I think that's why we have
1: those moments. <laughs> My biggest problem, why I haven't brought the um, uh, Smashing Pumpkins yet, is I'm in the biggest debate of all time of what's going to be the one album that I can show that you might be like, I still don't like his voice, but it was all right, rather than getting <laughs> like a complete thumbs down. Like, so and they're, I, but when you love all of their albums, which I do,
2: yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to pick one for that. sure
0: yeah i get you yeah nice but
2: yeah so overall i still liked it there's a couple vocal parts i'm not gonna lie i tried in my car like and i mean i'm not not particularly to this vocalist but like i obviously i can't do it right now but like the when they do that high like like yeah and they like end with like that little bit of fry scream like a little bit of fry like distortion i was like practicing that but it was weird because i can't do it because i end up screaming it's really fucking strange. Hmm. Like, cause I'll do that. Like the, the, yeah. And then I end with that, that, oh, like, you know, and thing, so it's yeah. like, you know, obviously I'm not pushing, but blame it
1: blame it on the territory basically. Uh, like uh, this uh, is <laughs> what your voice is used to doing. So it's just,
2: yeah. So like, it's weird because it's almost like, I wonder if that's a really good way to teach someone how to scream because of the position that they're in. Cause if you end with that, like what I was just doing, that's a fucking scream. If you use your diaphragm and just push it way harder. Yeah. That's what turned it. And it was really weird, but I fucking spent a good like 30 minutes probably like trying to do it. And I was like, I kind of get the concept. I just can't fucking do it. Cause I always end up with a scream. It was weird, but I thought that was interesting. It was the first band where I actually like tried to do something vocally.
1: Yeah, and and change is definitely one of the songs too where um I think it's change. Or I I mean as far as like the names, yeah, change. Um change is one of the songs too where he does the most I am not a vocalist where he pushes his vocals. And when he hits those high notes, it gets r- like, like raspy at the end mm-hmm. of the screams where he does that. Like, yeah. Wah! And, but he's still like keeping a note. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. No, still projecting. projecting, still
2: projecting. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still,
1: he's projecting, but then you could hear there's like a rasp in there. <laughs> he, which yeah. It's it. almost like he's doing it on purpose, but yeah,
2: obviously I don't know like actually what he's doing unless right. you like see it. But to me, it seems like basically he is singing and then just adding fry distortion, whereas screaming is like just the fry distortion. Okay. But he's like bringing it from a clean note and then slowly adding or not necessarily slowly, but like adding in just little bits of distortion, but keeping the the voice still there, which okay. is actually like. Kind of hard to do and fairly dangerous. Like I would actually think it would be. Like yeah. he's obviously he can like do it or whatnot, good. and a lot of these bands seem like they can. Like, I almost think that it's the way they kind of probably learned how to do it is probably like safer than someone because a lot of it's weird how much screamers want kind of like I don't know if you're familiar with like the hardcore vocals, but like more of the shouts and like you can yeah. hear a lot of their voice behind it. Sure. Like I've watched videos of my vocal coach doing like some hardcore bands and he's like, you know, if you're a new vocalist, this probably isn't what you want to hear, but do not try to start off with this type. Like, you know, you could really fuck up yourself. So, but I think the way they probably learned how to do it is a lot safer. They know how to sing and then they're just slowly adding like the little bit of grit to it, a little bit of fry as opposed to a screamer trying to add their voice to it. You know what I mean? So I know this is a new
1: thing, but did you guys look up any lyrics? Yeah, I was watching
2: following uh, some of
1: them. Yeah.
2: I fucking forgot.
1: Uh, the, I, <laughs> well, as I some... said, I figured because it's a new thing yeah. and we're going to have to get into the habit of uh, like, oh yeah, yeah, I like five songs. I need to like pull uh, up I have the lyrics a, and see. Uh, also, me not being a lyric person, a lot
0: of these songs had a hard time deciphering what he was saying just because I'm not i like, I like, what if we had poetry at school? I would somebody else write it. Cause I can't fucking do poetry. <laughs> so
1: like, I have a really hard time with this stuff. Um, and I was the guy that people came to me and was like, would you write this for yeah, me? Yeah. I
0: can't. Yeah. I, it doesn't, that's talk why I wish all. I
1: could actually sing. Cause I'm like, I can write, but I can't vocally yeah. put anything behind no, it. No.
0: Yeah. I,
1: uh, yeah. Like, unless you want to sound like a gay British guy, then like, sure. I um, can I, like, saying, I guess like, <laughs> the thing that bothered
0: me about some of his, but and this partially just like, it's like when you're reading, it's not really like, it's just like, you'd be like, He'd say a lot of like, yeah, things a lot. And they'd put it in the vocals or right. in the lyrics. And you're like, okay, like that's getting old reading all those. But like, yeah, yeah. my main problem was I just really couldn't decipher because I, I know one of them was about a homeless man. Right. Um, But that's, and I couldn't quite tell what story he was trying to depict with it. I could kind of see like what he was doing, but right. I fully get it. And that's kind of how it is just with me listening, like reading those lyrics.
2: Yeah. Sweet. I'll take a gander at the lyrics though. I'll let you know next week or not next week, but next podcast. Okay. Cause I've been meaning to, I mean, yeah, I I tried to start off on lyrics initially, but then we kind of, well, that's why I thought it'd be easier with
1: Spotify because like with these, cause we all try to at least do at least one listening with like headphones Yeah. and when they put the lyrics underneath, you just pull up the lyrics and you can just sit there and set it on a table and it'll just lights it up for you. Yeah. like it doesn't it like karaoke so you don't mm-hmm. even have to like technically like you don't even really necessarily have to like forcibly follow. read yeah. Yeah. yeah and follow along like it just does it for you so that makes it pretty easy to like do that so i like that feature so it makes it easier for people who also don't look like lyrics as much to easily follow along and go oh, i like that i like that i like this i like that and then yeah. okay i did five songs and then yeah. we on to whatever the next listening thing is
0: yeah what's next <laughs> All right, so I was stuck between like five or six albums just because I didn't know what direction to go. <laughs> so um So I thought, okay, well, last time I did Blink-182, so I'm going to try and do something more of an opposite direction as far as I can go, probably. Okay. <laughs> you know, like,
2: All right.
0: yeah. Um, and we were talking about it recently, so I wanted to just kind of actually, let's go back to it. And so I'm going to do um, Avenged Sevenfold's Waking the Fallen album because nice. Kirk said okay. he doesn't like Avenged Sevenfold, and you had asked as well, like, what about that album? Because it's one of their more heavy things yeah i'm familiar mm-hmm. with the album yeah, so that's why, yeah I yeah knew yeah um so it's their second album the first album is much like pretty much all screaming this one is where they start to kind of like a lot of screaming but start to bring in his actual singing okay and it's right before he has like his vocal problems so this is okay the, yeah, the yeah death surgery so this yeah. is
2: uh their one like the
1: album that made them popular
2: and you said this is album number two. Two. number two okay from
1: what i understand this was the album where he started having some sort of yeah. vocal coach that was like you're gonna hurt yourself just died and you yesterday gotta- morning and you gotta do Holy this shit.
0: who did his vocal coach oh yeah he Also, was okay. axel's vocal coach as well oh shit he, he did a lot of vocal coach stuff
1: um and then then there was like the surgery after that and then he had to stop screaming completely because of the surgery he and still
0: like all that sometimes stuff. pulls one out like for a good moment yeah but he doesn't like do
2: yeah that makes sense like because like of the damage the, the,
0: the main the first like actual track on this album is unholy confessions and that's always their closing song and there's some screaming in that one so he'll hold that out for like the end of the show and whatnot um, makes sense, but yeah. Um, this album they recorded when they were twenty-one. God damn. So that's something. They were all twenty-one, right around that age. You know, like they all went to high school together and whatnot. Sorry, what's the album Waking the Fallen.
2: I just want to see if they're because, like, obviously I've listened, I've listened to um bunch of I'm just wondering if okay. It yeah, doesn't have all
0: their big hits. The okay. biggest hit off of this is probably on Holy Confessions and Chapter Four.
2: I've, I've and second heartbeat okay i'm pretty sure i've heard, yeah, unholy, sure confessions heard, I'm sure heard sure, unholy confessions for sure but yeah, yeah the other ones i was just okay this
0: one's i think you're gonna like this a lot more than anything else you've probably heard of n7 fully i still don't know how much you will like it because i know where you are with that stuff
2: yeah i mean uh, this will yeah this will be a good time for me but, to like really uh, decipher yeah, but i think
0: it's always a cool thing i listen to it because like i'm 26 now and they they were all like right around 21 when they recorded this i'm like jesus fucking christ
3: Dude, the I feel that sometimes in this
0: band. Like people like to give them like the cliché radio rock band thing, but they are all fucking technically amazing like yeah really i get good. the
2: radio rock but they are definitely way more technical than a i don't lot get of, the radio rock right, at all like rock. some of
1: their hits that became popular from like city of evil and stuff sure yeah, but yeah, i yeah. still don't think that they're radio rock well people I, like to do that whole thing but though, maybe they, they just became rock, more like radio, radio rock, band, rock yeah. once he cleaned his vocals up. Had, maybe yeah. that's what yeah it became because like i'm also talking rock. like
2: i mean i'm talking mm. like like backcountry or like nightmare or like almost easy like that's like that's what I think of when I think of event seven. Yeah, and that's like so. the big
1: stuff. And that's when this is a little before all that.
2: Yeah. So yeah, and I'm, I
0: never
1: I'm even not heard familiar. of them before or even listened to them before until City of Evil came out. Once City and of Evil City came of evil, out, I then will, I was like,
0: oh, I will do City of these Evil sometimes guys exist. I know like
1: that has country and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. But again,
0: it's another album where you listen to them instrumentally and you're like, Jesus, goddamn Christ, how the fuck did you all like make this? Because right. there's so <laughs> yeah. much happening here and it's right. insane and yeah so i'll get to that one at some point but yeah i wanted to start here because it's a heavier one and i wanted to see if we could kind of get you to lean a little bit more in the yeah. direction
2: i mean like i said like i i wasn't necessarily a fan but like i haven't tried exactly, exactly. so exactly and that's yeah. why i'm
0: starting here because this is the most in your vein so yeah, i just
1: remember seeing the 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 video of um of backcountry, yeah, and seeing how the two guitarists dress, I'm like, these guys look like drunk and cool, like,
3: guitar, like because
1: I was still young enough where I was like, oh, whoa, this like these their, guys are neat, like they they look like they're out of control drug addicts. No, so that's like, how I felt like, about the
0: Beast and the Harlot music video, right? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, this is uh, their super goth phase where they're all wearing the black uh
1: fingernails and the like eyeliner and all that shit. Yeah, the Beast and the Harlot still has one of my favorite solos of theirs of all time in uh, um, that song. I believe. And is, I like it that they did the solo right away instead of like after a second verse, like a lot of bands did. So that that's was also probably fun. one of my
0: top three Vengeance Unfold songs. That song is fucking, the verse is super fun to, or the chorus. It's super fun to play. Um, I used to know of like a version of playing that solo when I was younger. I, I'm sure it wasn't right, like fully, but it's super fast. And if I n- remember correctly, I believe his dad recorded the guitar solo for that. Hmm. Um, Do you know who his dad is? No. His dad is, so the lead guitarist is Sinister Gates, who was a huge influence on me. Like a lot of my leady stuff, like, or like faster things come from me trying to learn Avenged Sevenfold songs. Um, But they all have stage names, but he goes by Sinister Gates on the stage. But His name is Brian Hayner Jr. And his dad is Brian Hayner, also known as Guitar Guy with Jeff Dunham. I don't know if you ever saw that no yeah it's okay I'm just saying that's who he is i've he, seen
1: jeff dunham and i'm like this is the kind of comedy my mom would like it, because
0: I'd my mom has all has of his dvds People and like, seen no. it. but he's a he's a guitar comedian i think he's kind of funny i don't think he's hilarious he has some like com- comedic um songs he's written okay. too, like Fist Fight in the waffle house like that um i
1: know that song yeah
0: yeah, yeah so he, he, that's him but um He moved to LA when he was younger to be like a musician, whatever. It didn't really work out fully, so now his son's doing it. And so, like they they've had him record on like all the albums. They just have him record his parts for him. And so, Hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: yeah. One interesting thing I want to add is uh, I was not allowed to watch Jeff Dunham. (laughs) He was dirty, according to my mom. (laughs) He had some (laughs) dirty jokes, but yeah, he's like uh,
1: my mom's favorite. Like my like (laughs) that was like he was my mom's favorite. And then before that, it was, like, Larry the Cable Guy and, like, Jeff Foxworthy.
2: My mom did, like, like Jeff that's Foxworthy. The,
1: that's all yeah, the that stuff that day, my yeah. mom, like, loved. And she still loves, like, she's seen Jeff Dunham live now, I think, three times or something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, which I don't get but whatever there's right been
0: here. moments like I thought he, like, they, he has like a moment but like overall like, I yeah. totally respect
1: the craft of ventriloquism yeah. because it's fucking it's hard, hard to, to do. do Yeah, like so that whole thing is awesome and the fact that he also had to make all of his own puppets and do all that shit himself like like much respect for the man and he's totally talented it's just not my style of humor yeah that makes sense most of the time I've heard a couple of the jokes
0: I'm like, saying, like, there's moments that pop up and then the other month, like okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> My mom's comedy growing up, besides the weird religious stuff, was like Brian Regan, obviously clean. Sure, Jim Gaffigan, except his his newer stuff because he used to kind of be dirty a little bit, right? And then um,
0: we'll he had kids?
2: <laughs> I can't think of uh, his name, but he's a uh, Tim Hawkins. Tim Hawkins is like his her favorite. Okay, hmm. but yeah.
0: Cool. All right, so uh, we'll get back together next year for the podcast. Just next week for our. Gift exchanging. That's right.
2: Sweet. Okay. Sounds like a plan.
0: Sweet. Well, we'll be back next
2: year. Yep. Y'all.
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry yeah, f- yeah. Uh Two, six in stone.
3: Jeremy Shaw. Kirk Felberg. Bye, guys. Bye. Hopefully 2022 is better.